Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 25th anniversary of SideQuest Side Sesh. <laughs> Can you believe it? 25 years. It's gone by so quickly. It's gone by so fast. <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, there's probably going to be like 14 episodes of this show, but 25 years. Feels like we just started last week. Well, to be oh, fair, man. the last week feels like it's been about 25 years. So. Yeah, seriously. It's been a long week. That's I just true. finally get what they mean when they say a tradition unlike any other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's everybody been uh, holding up? Matthew, are you, uh, are you done now with school? I turned in my last play, but I, I'm not done with school. No, I still go to class. No. Are you ever done with school, really? Are we ever done learning as people, as humans? School. The school of hard knocks, as it were. Uh, but no, I'm not done. I mean, I'm done. I don't have to turn in anything, turn in any more assignments. But other than that, I'm done. I'm. Oh, that's good. Uh, Grant, do you have any other assignments due by the end of the week? No, I just want to give a shout out to the manufacturers of Zoloft. You know what they say: a <laughs> hundred milligrams of Zoloft keeps crippling depression away. <laughs> I can imagine that ad meeting. I've got it. Oh God! Had that beautiful smile to go along with it, Grant. Really sold it. Really you timed your you timed your dosage well with the stream. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's at optimal blood levels right now. I'll try to keep it moving. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Joe, what about you, good buddy? Uh, I've talked to you a couple times this week. How are you holding up? Uh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Yeah. You know, we're, we're crazy here. Got two little kids, so it's just it's madness all the time. My week flew by. Uh, it just it's it's so fast, uh, and we're you know we're having a lot of fun. It's also it's a crazy headache, man. It, trying to keep them entertained and trying to keep them from climbing the walls and breaking stuff, especially when it's like, and I talked about this a few weeks ago, I think it was on Glass Cannon, but how much I dislike March uh, as a weather month. And so you're seeing it now because there's like those cloudy, cold, windy, spitty, rainy days that are just like Mm -hmm. brutal for the kids because you just want to take them out and run them around and like, uh, I mean, probably should anyway, but... See, your curse, you said a few weeks ago uh, that you hate March, and the gods were like, oh, you think you hate March now, O'Brien? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, your fault? It's O'Brien's <laughs> fault. <laughs> if anyone's to that. blame in this group, it's Joe. <laughs> uh, what about you, Skid? How are you doing uh, in uh, head- Mar headquarters? Oh, I'm all right. Uh, I, was, I was bummed because my office chair just broke. Oh, the other day, like it just oh, the yeah. arm, the support just snapped. Like I was sitting in my chair. It's my first piece of furniture that I broke myself. <laughs> um, usually, you have your friends do that for you. Yeah, it's usually someone in the group will break it for me. I had to, but it's isolation. You have to, you got to take on a lot of these responsibilities yourself. <laughs> uh, but I was so bummed because it's like I have this shitty, like really uncomfortable chair now. And it was like, my comfortable chair was all I had. I'm stuck in this apartment. All I had was my nice chair. And uh, yeah, it's really had an impact on my, on my life. That's a real bummer. Can you get a new one delivered? It's coming Saturday. So all right, we'll, so you know, we'll see. Well, we'll so until then, you just chair. have to not sit down ever. Right, right. Can or lose all feeling in the left side of my body. Yeah, can you just not sit during this quarantine? I'll try. I'll try. Just they go from my bed to the, the shower. Sugar. 
That's yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Sitting is the new sugar. Is that what they say? Oh, <laughs> brutal. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I I tweeted out this morning how uh, it feels like it's been forever since we did this last week. But now that we're only playing this one game, obviously we're going to be starting up Rune Lord soon during this uh, uh, shelter in place. But uh, it's it feels weird now. We don't play anymore. Uh, so there's a lot no. riding <laughs> on a night like this to be I, fun. I, and we're also yeah, we're also in a a situation where we truly are uh, on a schedule that we're playing the session each week that's coming out yeah. that week mm-hmm. uh which we're usually we're ahead of the game so we're not quite recording like this so i was listening back to last week's and just trying to remember everything and it was pretty fresh because it was just a week ago you know what i mean yeah. which is kind of nice actually i was like this, this isn't too bad oh you know what i did this week what'd uh, you do i did a ninja mission into the office <laughs> this week oh that's right Ooh. yeah did you, wow, a little suicide mesh to the off i did a suicide mission off no joke surgical mask gloves i go did in. you avoid the stadies as they tried to crack down on non-essential <laughs> workers exactly i pulled my car up onto the sidewalk went in used like my gloves to open up the door my elbow to hit the elevator got in the elevator elbow for the floor door opens up surgical mask on i walk in first thing i see is our landlord's wife they live in the building no gloves no surgical mask pregnant like pregnant pregnant <laughs> standing right outside the elevator and I was like how are you? <laughs> she gives you she gives you a big kiss on the lips yeah so can you carry this medical waste down to the curb for me? <laughs> my back is killing me if you could just yeah. <laughs> so no it went well though, though. the office was in uh, good uh, it was fine you should, you'll be happy to know uh, we didn't leave too much food behind so I, but I got rid of all that and uh Picked up a few things that should help us out tonight. Um, but you know what else? Uh, I didn't have to pick up from the office, but I realized, I think that there's two, Skate, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm, I think that there's two elements of this show, two technical pieces of hardware that we're using that are from the original episodes of the Glass Cannon podcast. I am running my Sirenscape through our original mixing board that we originally used. It's been in oh. my house for the last couple years, just under my bed, because it had a busted channel. So I'm just using another channel for uh, for Sirenscape. But it's like, oh, old times. And Skid, isn't that the mic you originally bought for Glass Cannon? No, it's the same model. But oh, the one okay. I originally had broke, so I had to get another one. But uh, this is the same kind. Yeah, it's like the exact same one that you were holding on my couch all those years ago. But it's the same model. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Same, yeah. You remember it's those early apps back. in your apartment, Joe, and Skid would just be like leaning back, holding the mic? <laughs> yep. Relay like a lounge singer. Yeah. Yeah. He just rested on his chest. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I remember. Yeah. <laughs> I was usually coming from work and I was so tired. I was just like, I'm just going to lie on your lovely couch. Yeah. I remember doing like a few speeches as Galabras, just like lying back. It was awesome. I also remember you standing for a couple of speeches and just taking your mic with you. Did I do that? Yeah. Oh, I must have been so high. <laughs> I must have been so wasted, man. It required a standing, standing delivery. There was one. There was one time where Troy was like, it, "You were just receiving something. Like you're receiving information. And you're like, I'm going to stand for this, and you just stood up. Wow, yeah. I don't remember that at all. Did I see that? Yeah, you I just. Miss- <laughs> wow. Okay. I don't remember I what miss- it was for though. I do miss having the the body mic because I could really walk around. Uh, the sound was shitty, but. 
it was, you know, it was, it was, I don't know, it was different. It felt more like when we were transferring our home game to the podcast and then it just became more podcasty and uh, more formal. But I do miss being able to be like, all right, let's use minis and shit. Uh, but can you imagine doing late game Giant Slayer with maps and minis right now? No way. No. Size, we can barely do it on Roll20 because the maps yeah. are so big. The loading time is all fucked up. I can't um, believe we ever used minis. Yeah, I do miss it's it. So I miss it too, but I just like thinking about the logistics of it and the room is just, I, I can't even, I can't believe it. I can't believe we did it. Even yeah. with the computer, there are often times when you load up a new map screen for us and I have no idea where it is and I have to zoom out like a thousand times to be able to see the map because they're so huge. Yeah. The giants. They're there, really yeah. Yeah. absurd. And I, I remember our old, I remember our old days in my living room, like t- saying my action, what, what I was doing. But like you wouldn't notice it on the audio show, but I'm pointing to Grant like like yeah. furiously pointing like <laughs> right. like no that way. Oh, oh, I remember that. I'm gonna yeah. step oh, away yeah. from him as I say. Rah, rah, rah. I'm like, come on, dude, like, over there. I definitely remember that. Oh, I, mean, I was on the receiving end on quite a, quite a few of those angry points. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't come off mic. We had to have the whole sound. <laughs> well then eventually you would get frustrated what we didn't understand and you just like you'd come off mic and then move it yourself and then you'd come back on mic and you'd be like knock over three pieces <laughs> yep <laughs> <laughs> well uh did you guys enjoy side quest side quest side 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 quest side sesh episode one did you enjoy it did you have fun oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> thumbs up yeah, Thumbs up I, from Capitacasa. I had a great time. I did not know the details of everybody's characters. Uh, and it was so great having that flesh out with like PC interactions and, uh, and you know, just, just the overall like, I don't know. It got back to like early level PCs just or NPCs interacting, getting quests. But it's so different from any party we've ever had before. So that I really enjoyed playing a whole new party. Not like a character died and we're bringing one new character in. Like th- this exact group, an entirely new party, an entirely new story. Not only a new party, but like I didn't know until about 30 minutes before we were ready to go the full details of what you all were playing. And I certainly didn't realize three of you would have essentially alter egos. And so <laughs> that what are the odds that three of you would have all during us? Uh, and so that was very interesting seeing that play out. And it was I'm sure it was a little confusing, but I like that because it also uh, merits a re-listen to try and figure out what the hell is going on here. And I think hopefully throughout the course of tonight, things will become a little clearer after we spend a little more time with these, uh, with these creatures. I think it also um, is a testament to how not a testament as much as like the reason is very clear is because we always want to do stuff we've never done before. And not only as uh, a network, but also as players and individual games, even if we're not recording or whatever, like we always want to do a class. Somebody hasn't done a race. Somebody hasn't done. And luckily with Pathfinder, we have those options. And, uh, and so, yeah, now it's just getting wacky because we're so many hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of recorded hours into content. It's like, you got to start changing it up, shaking it up. Alter egos. Yeah, the well's running dry on uh, classes, too, as we're making <laughs> our true. Rise of the Rune Lords classes. I'm like, what has no one done? I'm like, well, there's only these four classes left. It's really not a whole lot. <laughs> well, and everything, I'm like, oh, well, I could do this. Oh, no, that was a character, and, you know, that was a character in a, in a one-off. I can't right, do right, that. Right. Uh, it's very frustrating. 
Yeah. Well, I'm excited to hang out with uh, you four and your characters and their alter egos tonight. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Last Sesh. So obviously, it starts in, in, in one part of Varisha where you, you know, the way I did it is you're just kind of, we're, we're seeing a, a preamble to who these people are. In my mind, uh, real time of, of, of their journey started when they got to uh, the bar where the cousin spoke to them. Or maybe even when they got to that bar outside uh, Magnamar, the drunken dog. That could have been real time. And everything else happened in the past. Um, but what we see in this, this past that we played out in a, in a real time encounter uh, is that this is a party that's been uh, adventuring for a while together. Uh, over the course of the session, we see that they certainly are in it for the money. Uh, whether that's their primary desire or not, it's certainly a concern of theirs. Um, what their moral compass is, if there's a moral compass of the group, uh, how that differs from each individual character, we're not so sure yet. But uh, <laughs> they're definitely in it for the money. In their first mission here that we see play out, they are tasked with trying to save a, a young girl that's been taken from her home. Local trackers find out that it's this girl was taken to a cave outside a town that even the hunters don't go to. They say they've sent out a couple groups. Both those groups didn't come back. They were groups of three and four. You should try and find a fifth, someone that knows the area. Go find the girl. You find a fifth. The fifth ends up being the person that abducted her, a uh, human werebear hybrid who, once he gets you inside the cave, turns into his werebear uh, hybrid form and uh, almost takes you out. I mean, there was a couple rounds in where I was like, okay, this is why I put this encounter here, because since this is happening in the past in my mind, if someone dies, then the new person will enter the party. Uh, It was looking really hairy there for a while, but luckily you guys were able to figure it out. A tough, tough encounter um, at at third level, um, and you saved the day. Word of your uh, rescue of this girl has traveled and a woman asks you if this is something you do because she knows someone that needs people like you. So you travel uh, just outside of Magnamar to meet up with a, a woman named uh, Jaminda Anaki, who was a bookkeeper in Magnamar, who found out that there has been some sort of clerical error over the past, I don't know, 10, 15 years where a town that's uh, under Magnamar's purview, has not paid their taxes. Um, It has just been overlooked. Magnamar didn't send out tax collectors, and they didn't send the taxes in. And it's a small town. It's not a lot of money per year, but because it's built up and fines and overdue fees, now they owe about 500 gold pieces. (laughs) Overdue fees for a late book. I prefer that. If you should retcon it so it's an overdue library book instead of taxes. (laughs) (laughs) So it's it's just even more important. Uh, (laughs) They 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 checked out Tropic of Cancer (laughs) fifteen years ago. You have to go back and retrieve it, or else, or else get the fees. Uh, She tells you, "Was this something you'd be interested in? Can you go retrieve this? Because here's what happened." I asked my brother-in-law to go do it. Uh, he, You find out through some uh, sense motive that he's kind of a down-on-his-luck guy. He lost his wife and just fell back uh, into heavy drinking. 
He turned his life around, though, eventually became a bookkeeper. She thought this would be a great opportunity for him to make a name for himself, for her to solve this problem without alerting Magnamar, sends him off. He sends her a letter from Galduria on the way there and says, all right, I should, I'm making great time. I should be there soon. Uh, and then she never hears from him again. So now she needs you to go find out what happened to her brother-in-law. And not more importantly, maybe not just as importantly, but like they need that 500 gold pieces uh, or at least some sort of sense of what happened so that then she can go to her bosses and be like, here's the deal. So you guys take her up on the offer after shaking her down for uh, instead of 200 gold pieces for the group, 200 gold pieces each and uh, fronting 50 gold pieces each for travel expenses. So she gives you all of her rent money, basically, uh, to do this. How is her rent money more than what this entire village owes for years of back taxes, by the way? There's a bit of a gap there. Rent Good Manmar, question. man. Rent Manmar is expensive. <laughs> I don't see it as a shaking her down. I think we... Adventuring is expensive. Put your and life dangerous. on the line. It's, ex- it's expensive and dangerous. It re- requires equipment. And... Uh, the services of the crystal ghosts don't aren't free. You can, <laughs> she right. doesn't appear out of nowhere and just do stuff just out of the goodness of her own heart. That's what makes her such a renowned hero. Yeah, <laughs> is the fact that she always like gets a fair price for uh, her services. Admiration from people who like really respect someone who. Get, I mean, she get would never for what they do. Price gouge. She just no. Just need a fair a fair wage. No job is too big. No fee <laughs> is too big. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, uh, you're still at the drunken dog with Jaminda, and uh, you've agreed to do this. She's agreed to give you every last dime she's ever had. Um, and she's, she's, she's there if you have any questions for her about Elias, about um, you know the intricacies of this missing money. Hmm. Uh, but me, either do you need cash, a, a cash payment, or can you the payment be retrieved in kind, like chickens or uh, hay or something? Ideally, cash would be better than <laughs> hay. Uh, I, I would, I, I would have a tough time presenting hay to my bosses and saying, "This is five hundred gold worth of hay." Not to mention that would be a Great deal of hay. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, into city I have no hall. experience with this sort of uh, uh, agricultural, uh, rural sort of, I don't know. Now, I think you're leaving a, an opportunity on the table, the professor says. Uh, you could receive the hay and then sell the hay at a profit, and then that would cover your expenses, and then you could pay off the taxes for the town. I'm well, sure that's... I don't think that's feel, illegal. No, I just feel like we should leave hay out of it altogether and and aim for actual money. Everyone needs hay. No, I, I don't In disagree. In these trying times. <laughs> now hay more than a ever, good price. hay is important. I don't disagree, but it, it's the money, you see, that I need to give my bosses. Um, so, no hay. <laughs> Follow-up question. Sorry. Yes, you, uh, the, the knoll in the back. What if, they, what if they tried to pay us in hay pennies? Should we just reject that outright, or <laughs> would that would still be acceptable? That's we just an interesting throw them in the sand. 
Uh, I'm not familiar with the hay pennies. Are they made of actual hay? I don't know. I've never seen a denomination that small. I don't know what it's made out of. It's just, it's just theoretical, honestly. I would err on the side of nothing at all with the word hay in it, just to right. be safe. Um, just gold pieces or, or silver or copper even um, would, be, would be great. And he like puts his spectacles on the end of his nose and he has this little notebook. <laughs> he writes, no, no hay, hay whatsoever, <laughs> even phenomically. <laughs> right. Thank you. Very, very clear now. Thank you. Any other questions? Um, I, I suppose I should tell you what uh, Elias looks like um, if you do find him in your travels. Uh, he is a, a, a short, rather stocky man of uh, Ulfin descent. I don't know uh, uh, if you know uh, any Ulfins. Um, he has a shock of red hair, uh, I would say blunt, uh, rather unattractive features, uh, to be honest. Um, she looks down. Uh, coarse, patchy facial scruff, and, uh, as I said, a, at least a former predilection for strong drink. Jaminda, do you know anything about the leadership of this town? What the governor is like? Who should we be approaching when we get there? Uh, Ravenmore? Yes. Uh, most likely, it, it it doesn't even have a, a governor. A town of that size uh, may have a mayor or a council uh, um, looking after it. Um, to be honest, I do not know. Uh, and the records that we have uh, are all but outdated, so um, it could have changed uh, from the last uh, known uh, governing body that we had in our books. Is there any... Are we going directly to Ravenmore? Is that the intention here? Or are we stopping at this... Was it called? Where was the last dispatch sent uh, that Elias uh, sent? Golduria. That's the last time I heard from him. Golduria. Uh, Should we be uh, stopping there? Or are we intend to go straight to Ravenmore? I have not traveled uh, that way myself, but from what I understand, uh, all roads will pass through Galduria. You will have the option of either taking the uh, Lost Coast Road or the uh, Yondabakari River if you wanted to travel by boat. Mm. I believe uh, the Lost Coast Road is faster, but um, you are uh, traveling through forests, foothills, marshlands... Um, and uh, you never know what you're going to run out into out there, whereas the Yondabakari River is uh, perhaps safer, but it would take you much longer. Uh, if it were up to me, I would take the Lost Coast Road, but it is your adventure, not mine. And Skid and Joe, you might remember the Lost Coast Road from Jade Regent, yep. because that's what you took out that's of what the caravan point. takes, yeah. The caravan! A yeah. uh, hundred hey. years ago. So, so long ago. Uh, so what kind of danger do you think we should expect in the town of Ravenmore? What's your theory about what happened? I, I mean, I wouldn't expect any type of danger. If uh, Elias got into trouble, it was probably his own doing. Um, I've heard nothing but the fact that they were very simple people. Uh, it's a small town away from society. There isn't really a... Uh, the closest large town around there is Riddleport, and Riddleport is hardly a uh, bastion of culture. So, oh no, I would, uh, I wouldn't, 
I mean, I always expect the unexpected, but from what I understand, Ravenmore is just a simple, humble town. If your bank is ever sending money along the Lost Coast Road, is it heavily guarded? Do they expect bandit gangs? Are there particular bandit gangs they look out for that patrol that road? There are patrols, yes. Um, Magnamar uh, often uh, patrols those roads. Obviously, the patrols thin out the farther north that you go. Um, but either way, if you, uh, you were asking me earlier, if you take the Lost Coast Road or the Yondabakari River, they both meet up in Galduria. And then from there, you'll have to make your way uh, east as opposed to northwest towards uh, Riddleport and uh, Roderick's Cove. Before Ravenmore discontinued payment of their taxes, had they ever had a problem before that? Had they paid their taxes every year up until that one year, 15 years ago, and it suddenly stopped? My records indicate uh, that they did, yes. There was On never time? any problem. On time, yes. Um, in cash? In full, in hay? There was one year they did pay in hay, oddly enough. Uh, uh, that's How was, why was that received? Funny when you mentioned it. Well, it was a different time back then. <laughs> it was far less hay. Uh, that is one thing I understand is the the hay commodity market is can be wildly fluctuational. So I, there's some years it's like, oh, please give us all the hay you can muster. And some years it's like it, you, it's not worth the paper you'd print on the receipt to send it back with. The hay inflation is terrible. It's, it's, it's a hayflation. bear market for hay at the moment. You know, um, you know what they say. Hay risk, hay reward. I'd like, right? yes. I'd like you to leave. I'd like you to leave the tavern. I'll see myself out. <laughs> professor. <laughs> She's a, a professor, like that, you know. A pun like that will get you killed in Magnamar. <laughs> um, My friend, the Crystal Ghost, will obviously protect me if I were to come under it. Any threat. <laughs> you know, I won't be paying the Crystal Ghost uh, 200. It's just the four of you. If you no, want no, to I'm share just, your money I, with I your am, friend. I'm the Crystal Ghost trusted associate. I'm receiving her... Her dispensation on her behalf. Like Power an agent. Attorney. An agent. Maybe you get 10% of the Crystal Ghost's fee. Just Let's full power of attorney that. for Crystal Ghost. Scale plus 10 for Professor Petro. <laughs> There's another question for you, Jamenda. Uh, yes. Does Elias have any enemies that might be out looking for him? Unless he had uh, old uh, bar fight People that were after him, people that he fought with in bars, tracking him down, uh, none that I knew of. I wouldn't have sent him out if I did not feel uh, confident uh, at the time that he would be the, the right man for the job. So basically, be on the lookout for an ugly drunk. Yes, a, a hideously ugly drunk. Hideously uh, ugly drunk. Short, stocky man, yes. I, I, I did say he was unattractive. Bald? Uh, balding, he has a shock balding. of red, red hair, yes. Um, he, the only reason I said he was unattractive is in his uh, younger days when he had uh, more of a problem with the drink, he would get into many fights and it has left him scarred. You take enough uh, mugs of ale and tables to the face, you start to look shitty. No. Tell us, say. <laughs> what did your sister see in him? Um, yeah, he sounds like quite the devil with the ladies. I don't know why. Well, she why even settled down in the first place? Oh, she just—he had a soft side to his back, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what she favored most about him. So his back still looks all right. His back still looks all right. Oh, it's spotless. Yes, <laughs> all right. 
Whenever a chair is flying at his face, he always leaves his face forward. <laughs> always must protect the back because that's what the ladies he takes like. It in the face. He won my sister that way, and perhaps he'll win another with his beautiful soft back. She won't be the last. We. <laughs> We should know your sister's name in case we need to shake him out of a drunk. That sometimes gets them to come about their senses when they think of a loved one. Yeah. Did you just say we were going to shake him out of a drunk? <laughs> like we're yes. going to hold up a drunk and just like turn him upside down and shake him? <laughs> hey, Crystal Ghost, shut your up. fucking mouth. <laughs> what? It's not Crystal Ghost. Oh, How Crystal could you make that mistake? I don't, don't see talk to me that way ghost. ever again, Crystal Ghost. <laughs> I see no Crystal Ghost at this table. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, yeah, about, yeah. I'm just a mere professor her, of anthropology. Her name, her name was <laughs> Mina. Mina Anarchy. Mina. Mina, yes. So she wouldn't be allowed in one of these bars. <laughs> Not Mina. No, Mina. Like the bird. The Mina bird. Oh, ah. Yes, she was uh, lovely. And, and though she had a, a curious obsession with soft backs, she was my sister and I loved her. <laughs> Any other questions? <laughs> I think we're good. Questions. <laughs> I think we've I mean, taken we enough of your time about soft backs, but <laughs> yeah. all right. Well, so from locked. behind, Brad Pitt. From the front, Mickey Rourke. <laughs> yes. Post nineteen ninety eight, Mickey Got Rourke. It. A Rourke, a Rourke front and a Pitt back. Okay. Uh, Rourke Got in the it. front, Pitt in the back. Uh, <laughs> good luck, um, and I will. Um, you will have time, uh, assuming you uh, are able to uh, suss this out, uh, to receive your payment and to give me, uh, hopefully, the 500 gold. And I don't know if you'll deliver me, my brother-in-law, or at least his whereabouts. Um, just uh, send a letter from Galduria, and it should arrive in time uh, for me to meet you right back here at the Drunken Dark. Good luck, and soft back. <laughs> Soft backs to you all. <laughs> That's what my sister would always say. When she left. Speaking of Good luck uh, and soft back. <laughs> Speaking of Mickey Rourke front, Brad Brad Pitt back. Do you guys know the El Camino song? No, no. It's El Camino. El El Camino. The front is like a car. The back is like a truck. El Camino. El El Camino. The front is where you drive. The back is where you El Camino. <laughs> That's a song written by a professional. Mm -hmm. Was that on the commercials for the car? It was on the commercials. Wow. Ralph Nader outlawed it. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) The commercial or the car? Both. (laughs) Both. Uh, If I'll have you uh, direct your attention to the map of Varesia, I think we're still Mm. all on that, right? Unless I accidentally put you guys on a different map. Which I wouldn't put past me. Um, so to give you a sense here, uh, you can see Magnamar there, right? On the old Maparuni? Yes. Okay. So Ravenmore is about 250 miles uh, northeast, right? Yeah. Oh, I see Wait, it. Let me, get, let me get my Mia ready. Right there. To the west of the Storval Deep. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, north of the Malgorian Mountains. And, and the mighty Storval Stairs. East of the Churlwood. That's Ravenmore. So 
What she said to you is true. You can head back to Magnamar, which is super close, and take the Lost Coast Road, which would take you right through Sandpoint. Uh, it basically tr- goes right along the coast and then skirts past those mountains there. What mountains are those? Fogscar Mountains. Fogscar. Yeah, it skirts along those um, until you get to Galduria. So it cuts from those mountains right to Galduria. If you took the Yondabakari River, see how it like... It wins and winds and goes all the way east before it starts going north again. So it would take oh, we'd be going a up lot river. longer. Yeah. So you have you you have some options, uh, and there's really no reason for you to believe, as seasoned adventurers, that the Yonabakari River would be any less, uh, you know, safe. Um, so if you want to get there quickly, the Lost Coast Road is the way to go. Um, and then once you get to Galduria, you can ask the locals the best way to get to Ravenmore, but it appears like there would probably be some sort of road um, until you get to the uh, Lamp Black River, and then you're not sure what it would be like. Um, so what do you think? Road. We got one vote for road. Well, I've always wanted to see the Yondabakari River. I've always particularly wanted to visit Wartle, actually. It's a strange thing. Uh, I heard that they make uh, wind chimes. They make the most marvelous wind chimes there, and I would love to pick up a set. But um, we, we if it's to all to save time, then I'm fine with taking the road. Karazor, uh, <clears throat> we literally just left Wardle. We were yeah, did you not remember just, what just happened, Karazor? Wait, Wait, that was Wardle? Yeah, okay. And I didn't get a chime? <laughs> oh, I didn't even look. I didn't get a chance to go well, shopping. I, then we simply oh. must go back. We must go back. Can we go back to Wardle? <laughs> <laughs> There's no rush on believe. this Ravensworth thing, is there? I was there, and I, I didn't even get a wind chime. I didn't even see. I didn't even visit the wind chime district. That's amazing. You take a riverboat up oh. the Ember Lake. To get to Wolfseer and then head well, to now, Ravenmore by sorry, way of Wardle. Sorry, Professor. River it is. Well, we I also need a chime. <laughs> I, too, would like a chime, and I'm sure the Crystal Ghost would also appreciate one. So, uh, yes, by way if of only, If only she were here and we could find out for certain. But I, I think you're right, Professor. I think she would be on board with this option, too. Ooh, wink. Wink, wink, wink. <laughs> wink. The waitress walks by. What are you guys winking at? <laughs> Wartle. Wartle and its chimes. <laughs> chimes of Wartle. Uh, Braven, what do you think? Uh, Braven is definitely down to head all the way to Wartle. He needs a new wind chime as well. All right. Looks like you're taking the long way. Uh, all right. So you've... You <laughs> slow boat to Wardle. Taking a slow boat to Wardle. <laughs> we also can't forget, didn't you say that like we had a limited amount of time of, to cure uh, what's afflicting cars are? Uh, yeah. I mean, you pretty much... I don't think any of you would have the gold to pay a cleric enough to do this. Yeah, we, so we, we learned of, that, yeah. That yeah, we would be unable to, and we're just going to have to deal with it for right now. Yeah, it's shitty, um, but you've got a little bit of time until the next uh, full moon, uh, according to uh, the uh, the calendar on the bar, the bathroom wall of the drunken dog. Um, so you, yeah, to pay a 12th level cleric to do this, you just don't have the scratch for it right now. Maybe after a mission like this, you would have a little more uh, bargaining power, but... Uh, yeah, you're just going to kind of have to figure it out. And I believe Alfonso said he would do his best to try and scout for some Wolfsbane along the way just so that if shit happens, you could at least give 
um, Karizor another chance at uh, a better chance at a fortitude save to at least be driving the car if he turns. Okay. You know, I just remembered it was actually Whistledown that's famous for the wind chimes. It's not Wartle Law. <laughs> really let us down an exhausting path there, Karizor. Well, I'm sorry. I, I'm so Where tired from the road. Well, now so Whistledown's easy. much further now down the river. I don't know if you want... Down, take three months to get there first. Get to, I get mean, to if you don't chime. mind, if you think we, if we have time... To, to go another uh, 150 miles uh, east sure this, outside. I'm sure this drunken fool is dead already. It won't matter if we take another two yes, months. Why? I mean, we can... Well, let's not and say we did. Why else did we negotiate for these 50 gold advances if not to travel a little bit first? Exactly, exactly. World. Yes. Exactly. Tell me more about these chimes. Oh, they're supposed to be marvelous. You can hear them ringing off the... The, the slopes of the Fenwall Mountains and over the over Lake Serentula. So let me get this straight. You want to travel from Magnemar, pass Wardle to Whistledown, double back upriver. Through the Sanos Forest. No, no, through the Sanos Forest. Yeah. And then take the slow boat along Ember Lake to Goldoria. We should arrive in Goldoria within six to eight weeks. <laughs> we will be in Ravenmoor. Within le- in at least three months. <laughs> well, they haven't paid taxes in 15 years. What's, what difference will it make? <laughs> What's well, another eight months? Of course, if it's not chime season, we'll just have to wait there until, it be- until the chimes come into season oh, again. Yes. That's true. Yes. That's true. But if it's not chime season, we should get a very good rate on an Airbnb. So we'd be able to stay there for quite a while. <laughs> oh, God. It'd be like a Wally World thing. You get all the way to whistle down. All the chime stores are closed. All right. So, uh, uh, so Lost Coast, Coast Road. Road. <laughs> Lost Coast Road is fine. <laughs> oh, we are such idiots. Uh, all right. I'm, I'm going to take my horse to the Lost Coast Road, and I'm going to ride till I can't no more. I'm going to take my horse to the Lost Coast Road. <laughs> I'm going to... Right till I can't no more. I got my All right. Uh, so it takes you about a week to get from Magnamar to Galduria. Is there anything you want to buy along the way? A little stop in Sandpoint and buy something? Or, uh, you know, Magnamar has probably got better shops. Are there things you want to buy along the way now that you've got 50 extra gold in your pockets, you charlatans? <laughs> I believe we are. <laughs> Look at this. What incredible luck. Right in time for the Swallowtail Festival. This is oh, amazing. Nice. <laughs> Time's up. Oh, we should perfectly. just let's just divert into Rise of the Rune Lords. <laughs> well, yeah, let's I just think get sidetracked. We'll do all, the entirety should... of Rise of the Rune Lords, and then we'll go collect the taxes afterwards. Wouldn't that be such a twist? Yes, if you're we like, oh, we get to Sandpoint, awesome. and we just see them walk off screen. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the like, characters pass each other. Oh, a little tip of the, uh, I thought tip about of the fedora, I thought about whatever it is that that hat you have. <laughs> it's a trilby. A trilby. It's a, trilby. Yeah. a tip of the a trilby. trilby. Good day to Two you, sir. They move on. It's, it's like a uh, it's like a Mr. Show sketch. Oh. Awesome. <laughs> David Cross is playing characters in both parties. <laughs> Odin Kirk is a woman in one, a man in the other. Uh, Odin Kirk right, is so, a crystal ghost. So then there's other characters. Uh, Before we went on the air, you said there were things that you wanted to buy. Anything yes. of import, or is it all just like mamby pamby bullshit? Don't worry about it. Um, okay. Well, uh, yeah, I definitely re- replaced some of my alchemical items. Um, I also uh, picked up a um, 
an alchemical silver blade, alchemical silver. Um, As did I, rapier. Uh, because uh, <laughs> just in case I have to use it on my friend, so uh, yes. <laughs> I thought it was a good idea. <laughs> To have on hand. Uh, and then I replaced the Alchemist Fire used in the fight. And what else? Um, you know, I think that I would love to... I'd love to stop in Sandpoint, if I may, and uh, during the festival, uh, and ask locals there. Because, uh, you know, we only talked to one woman. If they know about any of the dangers on the Lost Coast Road between here and Goldoria, if there's any particular animals that threaten the region or anything like that. Um, so maybe like a... a Gather like a diplomacy, gather information, something along those lines. Sure. Um, all right. So if nobody else has any uh, pressing business in Magnamar, I'll say that you get to Sandpoint in like a day and a half um, and roll diplomacy to gather information. Anybody can do that. Uh, 19 for Alfonso Moria. 23 for the professor. 13 for Cariza. Arizona. Just for the hell of it, uh, 16. All right, it doesn't take you very long. We'll say you go to the Rusty Dragon and uh, chat up some of the locals, uh, Mako Kaijutsu behind the bar. What will it be? Uh, points you over to people you can talk to uh, who know the Lost Coast Road uh, better than she did back in her adventuring days. Um and they tell you, like, certainly in and around Sandpoint, plenty of goblins, but uh, larger groups they don't really bother with if you look badass, you know what I mean? They pretty much go after caravans that uh, don't look as well-guarded. Um, caravan, and, and a lot of those are from between Magnamar and Sandpoint more so than Sandpoint heading north. Uh, other than that, like, you should go unmolested for a little while because of the patrols, and then you're just... You're running into the wild where there could be anything out there, anything from a coyote to a troll, really. I think we can handle a coyote. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, if we can't handle that, what are we doing at all? Um, (laughs) We get bested by a a single coyote. Bobcat. TPK. Bobcat took down the party. (laughs) TPK. Um, Could I, uh, as part of that, um, gather information and... So basically, his class allows him to use his intelligence for gathering information rather than um, his charisma. That's that's one of the things of this archetype that I'm playing, and I, I basically I want to utilize his uh, knowledge of alchemy um, to gather information. And as part of this, I want to see if if anybody knows about the you know, uh, like the wilds basically off the Lost Coast Road between here and there to see if there's um, Wolfsbane. Because uh, it's a flower, right? It's like a plant, isn't it? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's, like that's why when he brought it up, I was like, uh, yes, I know about Wolfsbane because <clears throat> with my I, alchemical I training. Purple flower, yeah. If yeah, we were so, playing Skyrim yeah. right now, we were already would have walked past like 20 of them and you would have... Yeah, it's like, oh, no. Ah, I gotta go Idiot. back. I gotta go back, back to, to Wardle. Tavern. I gotta walk back to Wardle and get those purple flowers. Right, you, know, you haven't unlocked fast travel yet, so, you know. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If you. Uh, so I rolled a 19. I, say, I could roll it again if you want, but I just. No, no. The 19 is fine because it didn't take you. Uh, it probably took you about two hours, two and a half to gather the information about what dangers could be on the Lost Coast Road. Um, so we'll say another hour of uh, talking. You meet somebody that was like an apprentice to a druid who's like, oh, yeah, you can find Wolfsbane out there. It's not like right off the road. Um, but if you look in areas that are, uh, you know, closer to the swamps where there's a little more, uh, moisture in the air, um, they tend to, Wolfsbane tends to grow in that area. Great. Thank you for the information. And what was your name, sir? Uh, Jonathan. Jonathan. <coughs> Thank you, Jonathan. Jonathan. Jonathan, sorry for my notes. Jonathan. <laughs> uh, your last name, oh, Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan for, for his notes. <coughs> Jonathan well, Monk should. Monk monk should monk should yes is that with a U or, or an O S H O O D it's the should but the monk monk's hood do you, do you monk's mean monk's hood no monk should monk should <laughs> monk should yes. what monk should what, what? well what what often monk I would ask my father that same question and he'd give me a backhand and we'd never talk about it again we never talk about it here monk should do you want to talk monks? about not it? to be confused with monk's hood which is actual wolfsbane. Uh, is, my name is Jonathan Monk Should. I see we found uh, an expert. Do you need yes. to talk about your situation with your father? No, I'm no, prof- no. I'm a professor. No, She's I des- a professor. You know. I deserved it. Uh, <laughs> I would bring it up. Uh, he, I knew he had a short fuse, and yet I would still pry. Often when he was coming home from the tavern, I would ask him, what should monks do? Fifth or sixth time I'd ask that week. And I got a backhand that knocked me into next Tuesday. Oddly enough, my father was a monk. Uh, fifth level. And he so really... He would know. After a couple of stunning fists to a six-year-old, you, you think you'd learn your lesson. But uh, no, he really gave me the business. That's Jonathan Monkshood. What was your father's your father, name? Brother oh. Monkshood? Brother... Just brother Monkshood? No, it was uh, it was also Jonathan, but he spelled it. <laughs> You're Jonathan Junior. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm I'm Jonathan Junior. Johnny Johnny Junior. They say Johnny JJ. Did you call you JJ? JJ? No, 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 no. No, you'd get a backhand for that in my house. <laughs> Do you have children, sir? <laughs> I've thought about it, um, but. I'm afraid of what I might do if they start asking questions. I thought most monks were celibate. Was even an order that could have children, marriage? I, uh, you know, come to find out, I never knew my mother. Hmm. Maybe he wasn't my father. <laughs> I think we've had a breakthrough here today. <laughs> yes. I think we should stop there. Um, this has been great. No, no, I'd like to talk about this further. No, this is, I just um, assumed my whole life this man was my father. Done some really good work today. I think That's, you should... It's enough for one keep, day. Keep journaling and... Um, it's so uh, strange. He, he started out with we can set up a no base attack bonus, you. and then later, later on he got unchained and had a base attack bonus and beat the living hell out of me. Could you, uh, could you tell me what street you live on so I could pass that information along to another adventuring party I, I know is coming to this town? 222 Jonathan Lane, named after my grandfather, of course. He built that the street and the house we grew up in. It's your third generation. Yes, third generation. I also spelled differently. <laughs> of course. How many ways are there to spell the name Jonathan? Oh, you never asked me how to spell mine. Don't worry about it. Just tell them monks should sent you. Don't ask monks should many questions. Monks should, monks should, no, tell them monks should sent you. But he didn't. 
Because he's a terrible father and we shouldn't listen to him, isn't that I right? I knew how to punch, sir. Well, yeah. it's good for your future we can... children that you don't yes. have the stunning fist ability. No, I don't, unfortunately. But good luck uh, finding Wolfsbane. I'm glad. I'm glad this took up some time. <laughs> <laughs> right then, uh, off we go into the wilds. <laughs> I feel much more well prepared now. Yes, I, I feel do, like you too. know everything you need to know about the Lost Coast yes. Road. Every flower, every beast, every bandit from here to Kaldoria. No question. I didn't know it was called Monkshood. <laughs> yes, of course. Of course it is. Shall, uh, we, uh, shall we hit the road, as they say? I'm assuming you have horses. At some point, you must have got horses. Yeah, we uh, assumed that last time. Uh, I, I never want to go into detail on that after <laughs> years ago uh, in Jade Regent, going into enormous detail on that, and every point in this there was always one point in the session where it was okay well what the, what are we doing with the horses then then what are we doing with the horses so we kill all the horses we just kill them and go into this tomb and what, we'll buy new ones when we come from, out like, basically like you I think just you just buy you just buy cheap horses and it's understood that you won't be returning <laughs> single use horses yeah. i was yeah. so all about it i had i had my horse's yeah. character sheet i was like i was all about it and then just like the paper plates of transportation yeah everywhere you, you go you, you buy single use horses and then you turn them into the cunningham family factory that you find in every town and in western galarian and then it's said in Jade Regent, like, you get to a certain point where, like, the horses can no longer go with you. It's like, but it doesn't say where the horses end up. You leave them yeah. to the, inn, <laughs> the last inn you stopped at. It's a ritual Anyways. killing and then uh, uh, curing of the horse meat. And it is brought so, with you on your journey. You, you have, have one night with a really, really comfortable sleep. Really, really wonderful sleeping bag. <laughs> You have four and then no more horse. scraggly old horses that you take unnamed. with you. Four unnamed scraggly unnamed horses. Horses really beat up like <laughs> limping horses up the Lost Coast Road. <laughs> One has only three legs. Um, and it's just limping. Come, come back here. Uh, and there are inns along the way. There are also a, a, a lot of small little shrines to Desna along the way. Of course, Desna being uh, the goddess of traveling, among uh, other things. Um, but like I said before, it's going to take you about a week to get between uh, Magnamar and Galdoria. So you leave Sandpoint. You're thinking about six days as the crow flies. So you go along, and you know that your first destination is Galduria, and from there you'll need to turn and head to Ravenmore. <clears throat> you get to Galduria unmolested. From time to time, you'll hear things in the brush that seem a little suspicious, but there are enough inns along the way that you didn't have to camp out too many nights. There's probably... Uh, only two nights that you needed to camp out and by setting up watches and keeping an eye on the area maybe you got lucky maybe Desna is watching over you uh, whether any of you worship her or not may I do may I do uh, any forays during this time uh, off the road to look for the flower I was going to ask you uh, at a certain point uh, from between here and Galdura you can do that so roll a, a survival check I'm afraid I'm not very good at this. 
Uh, I could tell you what it looks like if any of you are better at combing through the woods. I am a professor, and I can survive. You can aid uh, somebody. Got a 13. Uh, I aid if you want me to aid. That is a 15. All right, so there's probably two, maybe three days along the trip where you feel like the land uh, mimics what Jonathan said would be uh, the most fertile ground for Wolfsbane. Um, but you don't find it with that fine. So you think maybe on the second time, maybe you'll tell the professor and tell, ask the professor to go look. And so see if you can aid the professor. Uh, okay. Shall attempt an aid. Oh, there's there's my natty 19. Uh, so I, you aid, so that's a 19 total. I also aid if it's allowed. That's a 21 uh, sure. total. Okay. So we're all creeping through the woods looking for the... It's a purple flower. It looks like, um, you know, <clears throat> Jonathan. Looks, looks like, like a monk's hood. <laughs> looks like a monk's hood. Yes. Purple monk's hood. Uh, and you are able to find some that day. You don't know how many doses it would be. It's not like a garden of uh, Wolfsbane, but you find uh, two plants worth. Get out of my Wolfsbane garden! No, get away from my monk's hood, you crazy kids! We'll just grab all we can and just run. You <laughs> <laughs> don't have to fight any trolls. Just an old man with a shotgun. He's a blind old fool. He hasn't even shot our direction yet. Uh, could I, I can uh, hear you touching my monk's hood! <laughs> Uh, not to be that player at the table, but I... I do have craft alchemy, so I think I would know how many doses we could make of it. All right, roll a craft alchemy. Come on. Loser. 15. You don't know. You don't know. I'm not sure, but at least we have this for now. I can think about it tomorrow. More than one, less than 90. Oh. (laughs) Okay. We've got more than one, and that's all we need. So, (laughs) let's go, then. Uh, you get to Galduria. If you ask around when you reach Galduria, you find out that the rest of the journey to Ravenmoor is generally made uh, via horseback along a well-traveled road that goes uh, along the western shore of the Lamp Black River. If you look to your map of Varisha, you'll see the Lamp Black. Uh, as the Lamp Black starts to curve away towards the east and heading towards Riddleport and... Uh, uh, Roderick's Cove before it empties out into the ocean. Um, you'll need to, excuse me. Yeah, no. As the lamp back, as the lamp black curves east, the road continues north and west to Roderick's Cove and Riddleport. You would need to leave the road uh, more traveled for the road less traveled to head to Ravenmoor from there. Um, so that's that's what you know. You will have to abandon the road at a certain point, but you'll have pretty easy traveling until then. Is there anything you want to do in Galduria before you set up? Perhaps we should send a, a letter to uh, to our client to let her know Jiminda that we are... Anarchy? Yes, to let her know that we are on the case. And that we, we did not, and we ultimately did not take the side road to get some wind chimes. Okay. Uh, before we send that letter, yes. I would like to do a, uh, a gather diploma... Uh, Whatever. Gather information, diplomacy check to see if anybody has seen Ilias or Elias. Uh, Elias Kyle. Elias Kyle, if anybody recognizes. Go ahead and roll. Hideous uh, balding redhead. Uh, Awful to look at (laughs) and probably stinks like a drunk. Um, uh, Sorry, that's a 22. 24 for 
the professor. Well done, professor. Thank you. <clears throat> okay. Um, sometimes, you know, professor, I think the crystal ghost could learn a lot from you. You are quite sometimes, impressive. Oh, I thank you. Sometimes I think we learn a lot from each other. Yes, but I feel like you always need the Crystal Ghost in times of danger, as if she's some incredible hero and you're not. But you are. You're an incredible hero. Oh, I thank you. I'm just a mere professor. I'm just a teacher. I teach anthropology, don't you know? Teachers are the world's heroes. Don't ever forget it. Teachers are heroes. They're, they're the real heroes. They are the real heroes. It's All true. the same, I wish the Crystal Ghost were here now. Well, <laughs> maybe, my friend, my null friend, maybe she is. You spent about four hours. Wink. Why you had to bring race into it, but okay. <laughs> I was spend... trying to distinguish between you and Skid. This <laughs> is <laughs> oh. so also an audio medium. My <laughs> so, well, sometimes my Italian friend, I, I think you're. I, I don't know. Like, Let me tell you all. something, my Mick Kraut friend. My whoa, Mick Kraut friend? Whoa, cut his mic. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> uh, you spend four hours asking around. Uh, I'm sure you're doing a mix of taverns and inns that he may have stopped at. And Bar hopping. Basically. Bar hopping, yeah. <laughs> Motel eights. like. Doing uh, shots at every bar by the last bar, like, what is this mission all about? Where's my fifty gold? Uh, well, he's not here. Line him up. <laughs> Let's do four JMOs. Four JMOs. You seen Kyle? Is that Kyle Jones? Um, you ask about him, and it seems like he didn't make much of an impression in Galduria because no one recognized him. There's an old uh, drunk at one of the bars that was like, I saw that guy. He came in here, and he was here all night. He left after me. But you don't know if he's just full of shit or uh, just needed somebody to talk to. Mm. So you don't really have any uh, any leads in Galduria. Okay. You felt like you did your due diligence. I feel like this is a dead end here. We might as well keep moving. Let's get ourselves to Ravenmore. So, you eventually set out. And you know that now you're probably two days away, maybe a day and a half from Ravenmore. You set out, and you eventually reach that uh, bend in the Lamp Black River where now you have to leave that more comfortable road, and you see, like, ah. Uh, Man, this was this reminded me uh, me of the Lost Coast Road. Now we've got to go, and just like there's paths, but they're not nice, uh, and just head to Ravenmore from there. Um, and so you do, and almost immediately the landscape changes as you get off of the main road. Uh, you are just surrounded by increasingly dreary landscapes of bogland and bleak moors. This is untended wilderness. Um, and you think to yourself, well, no wonder they never <laughs> went and got these taxes. This is a forgotten town in an area that nobody goes to. Um, the preponderance of ravens in the skies uh, gives each of you subtle encouragement that at least you're on the right track to Ravenmore. Um, but as the sun sets on your first day of travel, uh, the mosquitoes come alive. 
and although the trail itself winds away as much as it can uh, from the river and soggy boglands to avoid these uh, pests, you feel like the closer you're getting to your destination, uh, these insects become a constant annoyance. You're just like swatting. You see the horses, their broken little tails, swatting away at mosquitoes constantly, and it's a real pain in the butt. Um, but luckily, beyond uh, the uh, the bugs, um, the trip has been trouble-free thus far. Has been ever since you left Wardle. You camp out. Maybe the only thing you really hear that bothers you is a pack of starving wolves howling in the distance. From time to time, whoever's on watch will see some movement in the shrubs look like some sort of weird shape that just disappears but you're like I think I've just been camping out too many nights nothing ever attacks you but the shadows and light play tricks with your mind eventually you break camp for what you assume will be the last time and figure you can reach Ravenmoor by 10 or 11 that morning so you put out the fire, gather up your shit, you put the fake leg on the three-legged horse, <laughs> and you set out around 6 a.m. Travel for a couple hours, winding roads through marshes and bogs, mosquitoes all over the place, caw, 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 and the sky of ravens. And eventually you turn a bend where you couldn't see the road up ahead until you got to the bend, and as you do, there's something like laying on the path up ahead. Everybody roll a perception check. Ah. 22. Seven for Karazor. What'd you get, uh, Professor? 22. 22. 18. Uh, and I'm just going to say that um, uh, Alfonso at this point is, is changed shape. So he is he is in his uh, werebat form. Um, okay. The twenty perception it gives him a bonus to his perception. Okay. He was like, "Hold on, there's a perception check coming." <laughs> <laughs> Sprouts wings. Uh, um, <laughs> professor, you see what looks like a dead bird, but something's weird about it. Just lying there in the middle of the road. You guys continue approaching. What's you weird about never it? Never kill a seabird. <laughs> oh, it's bad luck. What's weird about it? It doesn't. It looks like it's moving. It looks like it's moving. That dead <clears throat> bird. Yeah, it's it's definitely dead. The way it's laying it, it, but it's very very small, and it looks like it's vibrating. Uh, the professor will draw a a longsword, not one made of glass. Fling! This is a pure scabbard. Be... Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> it's a Jerry Lewis scabbard. Fling! <laughs> wow. Why did I buy this in San Francisco? <laughs> <laughs> Why did I buy this at the novelty store? The novelty scabbard shop. <laughs> Oh, I'm outside of my sheath. It's a very popular blade in France. <laughs> nice, 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 nice lady. <laughs> Misunderstood here in the States, but 
Uh, are you pull your long sword out and do you sort of lead the charge towards this uh, pulsating dead bird? Yes, because I'm a professor and I'm very curious. Right. And were you an anthropologist? <laughs> anthropologist? Is that what you said? You're. I'm an anthropologist. Okay. Ornithologist? Are you no, an no, ornithologist? An anthropologist. A manitologist? Oh. <laughs> you a pathological liar? Uh, you get close and you see that, yes, it's a dead bird. It's a raven. It's hard to tell when it died, but what looks like pulsations on it is it's covered in a blanket of mosquitoes that have all combined to, like, shrivel uh, this bird to the point where it just looks like a dry herb with, like, little claws and a beak sticking out of it. And so the pulsation is just the mosquitoes uh, sucking on it. As you get too close, they just... Well, we can take comfort in the fact that all of those mosquitoes will be dead soon. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Starve, you little buzzing bastards. As they scatter away, Professor, you also hear a voice coming from the tall grass. You think to your left on the road. The grass on either side of this path is like five, six feet high. It's totally untended, so that's why you pretty much stuck to the path but you hear a voice uh, sounds like maybe a child's voice he's just like applesauce applesauce come here boy hey boy come here oh no no, and you hear whistling like a child is looking after a lost puppy but then you also hear something else like a soft rustling in the grass to the right side of the road near you. Everybody roll for initiative. Oh, oh my god, I know what this is. I, I, this. Uh, I don't know what it is and I'm so scared. <laughs> By the All way, right. just wanted to say uh, another shout out to our good friends at Norse Foundry. I mentioned last week I needed a soft tray so it wasn't banging on my desk here and they sent me this beautiful Emerald green felt tray. Oh, dude. Oh, beautiful. Look at that black bottom. Tray and buddies. I know. Wait, it's so I'm, nice. I, I, I'm uh, also trayless. Me too. <laughs> I don't think you mentioned yeah, Do you have contact go. info for those guys? Because I need yeah, things I, I'll, also. I'll send it out to uh, Drew and Eric. Thank you guys so much. This is, I mean, this is like high stakes casino poker felt. Like, it's <laughs> so <laughs> nice. High grade, Las Vegas grade poker felt. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> well, you can you can basically play yourself in blackjack right now. It's automated uh, dealing. <laughs> yeah, true. seriously. Uh, uh, Braven, what'd you get for an ish? Uh, 15. 15 for Braven. Uh, Alfonso? 7. Oof. Yeah. Karizor, you look pretty bummed. Uh, 4. 4 for Karizor. Professor Maxine Vitra, Vetra. Also seven. Also seven. Uh, wow. Who's, who's higher, uh, Alfonso or Vetra? I'm guessing Alfonso. I'm a plus four. I'm also a plus four. Roll off. It's a roll off, John. If only uh, I had some fancy Norse Foundry dice to do this roll off. <laughs> it's all about the tray, Matthew. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, maybe the tray was overrated. Natural two. On the roll-off. Natural five. Oh. <laughs> five takes it. How sad. Vetro, Vetro for the win. Mm. All right. It is round one. 
<laughs> All you know is that up ahead, along the road, sounds like to the left, you hear this child's voice calling for applesauce, whistling. Yeah, boy, come here, boy, applesauce. And then to the right, in the tall grass, you don't see anything. You just see the grass rustling. What do you do, Braven? Oh, as my a, God. Brave. As a... Um, Immediate action, Braven hearing this wrestling will pull the energy of the water out of the air itself and form a rotating water shield around his body. Um, he'll do a perception check to see if he can kind of locate what this is so he can find a target. He doesn't yeah, see anything currently, right? No, you know what? Why don't we go to the fucking map, bro? Right. Yeah, right. Where's the map, dude? Oh, look at that. Back in the mappy groove. All right, so you see the road itself there. Everything off the road is grass so high that you can't see into it. And we heard, can you ping on the map for me where we heard it from? Over here-ish to the right of the road, and then the voice came farther up and to the left. Okay, so Braven Raven will move immediately in front of Corazar and look down to the area where he heard the uh, noise of the creature. Does he see anything? 60 feet dark vision. Okay. It's uh, roll perception. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's daytime. Uh, 20. 9 a.m. You look in there and you see more rustling and like, looks like tiny wings, but you can't, like, it goes in and out. You can't quite see it can't get a grip on what it is because the the grass and the reeds are so tall. So Braven will say, there's something in there, but be careful. We don't want to hurt applesauce. Uh, He's thinking in case it's the dog in there. He still hasn't seen it. It could be wings. It could be a puppy's tail. So uh, Braven's... um, Shit. Braven's just going to end his turn there, I guess. He doesn't want to shoot at the thing until it reveals itself. Pull the moisture... Uh, around you to form mm-hmm. a protective water shield. Step up, look in the reeds. You see something that look like maybe wings. It's hard to tell with the rustling. It's in and out. Next up, something comes out. Something comes out, and it's... If it's applesauce, it's really gross. Because out of the weeds, right at you, Braven is this, like, insectoid creature with two pairs of bat wings, a tangle of thin legs, a needle-sharp proboscis, and oh, no. a big, bulging blood sack on the end of its abdomen. Oh, and it just... Oh. And it goes to attack you. Oh, I know what this is. Oh, God. Is it a sturge? Is that I what think this it is? is? 14 against touch AC. Against touch, that hits... All right, so this thing just comes out. Let me get it on the old maparoo here. Just and attaches to you. Oh my god! Oh no! But it doesn't do any damage. It just comes out and and sees you and and immediately bites and attaches itself to you. Doesn't try to do anything else. Wow! The rest of you all see this, Professor Vetro. From out of the the reeds, <laughs> sticks on Braven. Is it my turn? Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, the professor is going to go. Is going to step out uh, to effectively flank. Or no, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm going to. I'm going to stay on the road. I'm going to step up and I'm going to try to 
swing at it with my sword. Can we talk about how awesome the professor's pawn is? Yeah. Oh, is that uh, <laughs> yes. Chun Li? I don't know what it is. It looks like it was, so the, it was the only hat wearing uh, human we could find. <laughs> it looks oh. like she's holding a Dixie cup in her left hand and a and a needle in the other. <laughs> oh, high, I see. Oh, high yeah. society medieval professor. That is uh, a right. twenty. Oh, she has a little professor or little uh, reporter notepad and the pen there. That's <laughs> yep. awesome. Just one uh, question, flying creature. <laughs> uh, what do you do? Twenty-three to hit with my sword. Uh, yeah, you hit it. Okay, and that is going to be. Oh, and you notice the professor uses some an uncharacteristic amount of strength. It seems a little bit out of character, but you like don't take that professor like. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, that is going to be five points of damage. Five points of damage. You lay into it. Boom, and it just. It's just kind of, it's still attached, but looks very weakly attached to uh, Braven. And get it off, is Al- my friend. It is Alfonso's turn. Braven, get that cursed thing off of you. I think I know what it is. Uh, but I don't know if Alfonso does. Can I do a knowledge nature? Uh, yes. Uh, no, actually. We knowledge arcana. If you got that. Drop my D20. I didn't know they were magical. Okay, magical beast. Knowledge Arcana, I magical do. Beast. Oh, natural three, dude. That's... Oh, no. That's three, two, three. Those are my last three rolls. Uh, okay. You're right um, Well, then, uh, I don't know what it does, but uh, it doesn't look good. Let's get this thing off of you if we can. Uh, he is going to step around Braven and uh, try to stab it off of him. Uh, okay. Try to stab it off of Braven. Stab, stab, stab. Stab, stab, stabby. Uh, all right. Here we go. Uh, one old stabaroo. There we go. 25 to hit. There you go. Definitely hits it. Uh, six points of damage. Spank. All right. So you step out, stick it, and it just falls to the ground. Yes. Nice. Falls to the ground unconscious and just starts bleeding out. At that moment, a uh, little boy bursts out of the weeds up ahead to your left. Maybe seven Get or him. eight years old. Get him. <laughs> just fun, turn and fire your gun without looking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> got a ragged mop of uh, black hair, filthy homespun clothes, mud caking his hands and bare feet. And he's like, no, don't hurt him. He's just as scared. Don't you hurt applesauce. You're going to kill him. Uh, he comes out and he's just crying like Apposhaws! And it is Karizor's turn. Uh, where is he? He is. Uh, let me get this little dude on the map here. It's the creature's. It's the creature's master. Take it out. He he's about ten feet away <laughs> from uh, Alfonso, further up the road. <laughs> All right, and uh, he's just sobbing uncontrollably when he sees familiar applesauce on the ground. Karazur uh, <laughs> <laughs> is going to run up to this little boy oh, dear. and try to grapple him. So like, he's like, shut up, shut up! <laughs> Could you imagine this knoll comes running at you, full <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> speed? Uh, and th- <laughs> that's a 19 on the CMD. Yep. 
Or CMB, yeah. CMB. <laughs> you didn't need to look at the sheet for that one. Him. And he's like, he's just screaming and crying and trying to shake, but he can barely do anything against your strength. Uh, it goes to the top of the next round. It's Braven's turn. Braven, this thing came out attached to you, didn't do any damage. Maybe it just was attacking you out of fear. Who knows? But Alfonso came up after the professor gave it a, a, a good lick and knocked it off of you, and now it's just like twitching on the ground, uh, bleeding out life. Um, I'm going to make sure it's dead. Braven hated that so much uh, that he's going to fire a blast of water at it. (laughs) Uh, It is going to be a 18 to hit. 18 hits. All right. Uh, The damage is going to be... Max damage. Uh, That is 17 points Of of damage. I mean, you hit it with a water blast. And it explodes all over the place. I mean, there is nothing left. A leg goes flying up in the air. A bat wing goes over there. Just boom. And the little boy is like, no! Nah! Hey, and he's kicking and screaming at Karazor to try to break free. He's just, ah, applesauce! I'm happy to lend you a satchel so you can put applesauce inside for later. And you're out of combat, and Karizor is just holding on to this boy. He's like, he's not trying to hurt you. He's just trying to get away. <laughs> but he's like, he's so weak now, because uh, Applesauce is dead. What do you guys do? <laughs> uh, he'll let you go if you calm down. Yes, yes. First you need to calm down, and then the big bad gnoll will let you go. Relax, relax. Yes, yes, calm down, or I'll kill you. (laughs) He'll snap you like a twig, boy. It's best if you stop this quabbling. He's done it before. I've seen him. I love eating children. (laughs) Take a breath. Take a breath. All right, now, what is your name, son? Uh, he's got snot running down his mouth. He's just like, Orna, Orna, guard. One more time? Mm, sorry, I didn't get that. Could you speak in your normal voice? Oh, so, my name is Orna, guard. Orna, guard. Orna, guard, Korsha. Please Well, we have one question. Why did you set Applesauce to attack our friend? I didn't. He ran away. I was trying to catch him so I could bring him back home. He thought you was going to hurt him. He was scared and you did hurt him. You killed him. (sighs) Wait, wait, wait. Perhaps he ran away because you made him sad. <laughs> you know, it really is your fault. <laughs> yes. If he had been properly cared for and on a leash, everyone would still be alive. When's the last time you fed him? He seemed very hungry. Please let me go. All right, all right. Corazor, that's enough. Loosen the grip. Boy, right. don't go running off, or we'll chase you and tackle you again. There's no need. Let's let's just talk for a moment, shall we? What are you He's, doing on this road by yourself? He starts running. 
Uh, all right, cars are over. Arrows. All right, we run I'll him down. I'll run after him and I'll grab his shirt. <laughs> all right, uh, roll. Uh, let's see what you would want to do here because he runs straight into the reeds. So roll an acro. It would be uh, let's say Alfonso got up near Carizor. Both of you roll a reflex save to see if you can grab him before he gets into the reeds. Okay, uh, <laughs> twenty-one. <laughs> <laughs> Alfonso's that's a quick enough. fella. Yeah, that's enough. You just grab him. <laughs> now he I told run. you not to run away. Yeah, he, I snap him back, and now I have kind of like a bat face. <laughs> I snap him back, and I just get in his face, and I say, "I told you once, boy, to stay for questioning." I told you not to run, and this is what would come of it. And now he's showing like he's got a couple fangs. You know it's very dangerous on the road, and I love the blood of little boys. I just happen to be full at the moment, so you'll find yourself in a lucky position. All right, all right, silence. He looks at him again slowly. Now, if I release this. Release your shirt. You do not run. And we can have a talk like civilized people. And he slowly releases the grip. And stands back up. And then brushes his hair back out of his face. I'm sorry I lost my temper. I just expect that when we tell you to stay, you will stay. It's only for a brief time. We do not wish to hurt you, but we will if we have to. Now, what is it you are doing alone on this road? His eyes never left yours, and he's pissing himself wildly. <laughs> it's enough so that the pool has started to hit your feet as well, and he's just <laughs> frozen, staring at you. He turns to the professor. Alfonso turns to the professor. I seem to have overdone it again. Yes, Alfonso. You, you always start out with the best of intentions. Why don't you jump in here, professor? Yeah, professor, your, your PhD is in child psychology, isn't it? Why, why don't you take a crack at this little one here? Uh, um, yes, uh, Ornegard. That's, that's, I'm getting your name correctly. Correct? <laughs> Tell us and... Apologies for the scary man, but uh, tell us what you're doing out here on the road alone in this dangerous place. Yes, or we'll kill your parents. (laughs) (laughs) My my pet stirred applesauce ran away, and so I was coming to try and bring him back. It's not that dangerous out here. The town's not too far away. Sometimes he runs away and I always bring him back, but now I can't because he's a puddle. <laughs> I see. Well, I think we all learned a valuable lesson here today. <laughs> well, now you know just how dangerous it is. It's quite, it's quite dangerous. <laughs> yes, it turns, out, it turns out you were wrong. Doesn't it? Isn't that true? And quite dangerous for us, as uh, your so-called pet uh, might have killed our friend here. So, mm. don't be bringing any liability suits did he, against did us. He, did he try to suck your blood or, or give you any diseases? That is what it appeared to me. He tried to suck his blood. That's what I believe. 
That's what I thought, Alfonso. Did he suck it? Looked like he was on you. He didn't even try to hurt you. He was just holding himself. If he was was really mad, he would have tried to suck your blood or give you some kind of sickness. He didn't even do that. He was just, maybe he was just trying to hug you and you killed him. Braven's going to use sleight of hand to scratch himself with one of his hobgoblin claws (laughs) right where the thing was attached to him to show the blood. (laughs) So I'll do a quick uh, sleight of hand check. Uh, 19. Okay. (laughs) Well, maybe he did. Well, that's God. not the applesauce I knew. We are gaslighting this poor child. <laughs> I, I want to go home and see my dad. Perhaps well, we should uh, escort you. Or we should speak to your father. Yes, I would I would, I would very much like to speak to your father about this. Yes. He's going to be real mad. Oh, all right. Right this way. And he walks you. Uh, in the direction of the town. And I'll, I'll leave my skinwalker form, my change shape form, and look human again. <laughs> All right, so he's just... And so I, put my, I put my glasses back on so that no one will be afraid of me. Raven's wearing his hat as well. With his soaking wet pants, he trudges down the road, and eventually up ahead you see... Two ramshackle shacks uh, flanking the Lamp Black River here. Uh, they appear to be sheds that hold a uh, flat bottom ferry. You can see that there are tightly drawn ropes uh, that cross the river from the shack to shack. Uh, looks like it's part of a cranked pulley system that draws the barge across the black water. Um, there's another shack uh, standing nearby with an unusual-looking skull nailed to the front of it. Uh, as you approach, there's a crooked-backed, thin-haired man smiling an almost toothless grin uh, as you approach. Sees the four of you. He's like, what we got here? Some city folk come to visit our fair town? Well, what brings you here, travelers? You friends with the boy? He don't look like your friend. He's got a, a mess of wet pants. <laughs> <laughs> is this what this is going to be? Is this what this whole module is going to be? Just, just asking if you for a friend. Threatening to murder children. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pardon us, toothless rube. We were simply <laughs> passing through when your son's child, your 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 son's pet, assaulted my friend here. Well, that ain't now, my uh, boy. That's uh, that's the Corsia boy. I just I just work the the ferry here to get into town. Ah, you're the ferryman. Yeah, yes I am. What is what your name? You? Yeah. Well, my name is Skinder Kodzi. Skinder Kodzi. <laughs> no, it isn't. Yes, it is. It says right here in the book. Skinder Kodzi. I'm, I'm the fair man here. And if uh, you you want to get into town, looks like you'll need to use my ferry. Unless you want to be taking a swim, have the wolf of the water get you. Oh, yeah. See that skull over there? That's his doing. Because when the wolf comes hunting, He'll hunt for a couple weeks, then he moves on. I found that there skull. 
by walking the shore just the other day. That's probably one of his victims. Oh, yeah. Fresh I'm, killed I'm, from a couple days ago. I Pardon me, grating hillbilly, but <laughs> the wolf of the water. Yeah. Oh, what is this creature you, you speak of? Oh, well, trust me. If you find him, you'll, you'll, you'll know. You don't want to run afoul of the wolf, but he, 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 he's in these waters every once in a while. They say he eats children's guts. At least he doesn't make them pee their pants. <laughs> so who's the real wolf? It's <laughs> a good question. <laughs> Can I roll a, a, some sort of knowledge check on the wolf of the water? Or yeah. I'd also like to examine the skull. I am a professor, yeah. as you know. Oh, yeah, be careful <laughs> with that. That's my one of my prized possessions. I call him Scully Jones. <laughs> He's my, one of my best friends now. We've been friends about a week. Old Scully Jones. Old Scully Jones. Don't you be careful with old Scully. You know that, Scully? I would never yeah. harm your friend Scully. All right. Skender Cardsy is my name. Stop saying it. <laughs> All right, so. We've, we've asked you repeatedly not to say your name. <laughs> I just didn't want you to think. I just want you to remember. Who's the favorite man around here? Old Cobbsy. Uh, I'm going to roll a, a yeah. heel check on the skull. Uh, okay. Uh, 15. 15. It doesn't look to be a human skull, but 15 is not enough to figure out exactly what it was. Maybe some sort of animal? This doesn't appear to be human, Mr. Cobbsy. Don't you talk to Skelly Jones like that. He can hear you, you know. All right. Uh, and then what kind of check can I roll about the wolf of the water? Um, knowledge maybe local? knowledge local. I mean, you've, I would say knowledge local or, yeah, I think lo- this would fall under local. 23. It's nothing you've ever heard of. Um, you can't think of any, uh, any creature that you've heard of that is referred to as a wolf in the water. It might be a local legend. Uh, might be a... Might be a river shark uh, that they don't. They've never oh, yes. seen, that they call the wolf in the water. Um, it just might be a, a tale that they tell so kids don't leave town and get harassed by monsters. And like so Skender can raise the price of his toll thing that he's running here. This is a scam. Oh, I think you're right. Wolf of the water. <laughs> so I, I guess you'll be want to take my ferry across. That's one silver piece each. But your horses, they're going to take up more room. They're going to cost two gold pieces each. We'll kill the horses. All right. (laughs) They turn around and slit all their throats. I'll take those skulls in case me and Scully want to take a ride on the lamp-like trail. Old Scully will ride one of the horses' skulls, and I'll I'll figure out what I'm going to do. Sorry. That's the Skendercadzi way. (laughs) He's so close to that character from Family Guy that's like. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I was thinking. I was thinking. Um, uh, Aqua Teen Hunger. F- no, well, yeah, but no, the uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Meat what? No, the 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 doll that commands to Jaglin, like that thing. Uh, uh, little known fact: my wife does a great Meat Wad impression. Really? Yes, oh my it is God. one of. It is, I gotta it hear is that. Her chief. Her chief impression, actually. I did know that. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> Another fun fact. Uh, my ex-roommate, Rob Brown, uh, was uh, 
went to college with the guy who did uh, Shake's voice. Oh, nice. Oh, God. Oh. The show was so funny. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm having so f- a really great time, and I can see that you're super into this character. And I want, I want to let you keep going here. <laughs> but could you just get me up to speed on what we're doing here and what's happening? Are we all trying right. to get to a... To Ravenmore or to this kid's village? We were we went it's up. It's the east. same thing. Oh, so he came from Ravenmore. Oh, he, li- he came from Ravenmore. You're okay. you're at Ravenmore, and the, your first okay. contact with a the villager there was a child who you threatened to kill and make pee his pants. Understood. Now you um, came to the ferryman. His, his pet tried to kill us. Yeah. Well, let's not get yeah. into it right now. Why don't, why don't we let Troy keep? <laughs> we doing could have this a trial later. Troy, voice. Troy said we had to go up the west side of the river, and Ravenmore, according to the map we saw, was on the other side of the river. So this must be where we cross, right? Right. This is where you cross. One silver piece each. Two if you want to bring your dead horses each. They, they clearly have zero civil engineers in this town capable of building a bridge. So they have this stupid yokel pulling us across <laughs> instead. What's, what's that you say, Scully? Yeah, I think he's ugly too. <laughs> Uh, Scully said that, no way. You want to come on Skinder, into Ravenmore? Uh, Skinder, uh, if I may, what have uh, you seen many travelers here lately? Please, call me Skinder. <laughs> yes, Skinder, have you seen many travelers here lately? Have you ferried over anyone recently of, of note? Well, I ferried the boy over uh, not but 30, 40 minutes ago. Kids travel free. I'm, I'm not gonna gouge a child. They ain't got much in the way of silver pieces. So, uh, in terms of other travelers, once in a while we'll get some people. But out here, we we don't get many uh, city folk like you out here to Ravenmore. But once in a while, when was the last time you brought someone from the city over over the river? Can you rem- oh. can you recall? About a month ago, it was a young man, city folk, ugly-looking fella, red uh, hair, uh, balding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soft kinda back. Kind of looked like, look like Mickey Rourke from the front, but Brad Pitt from the back. Real <laughs> Brad Pitt-looking back. <laughs> that could be our man. That's our the man. kind of back you want to rest your head on, like a pillow. Yeah. <laughs> a nice long sleep. Yes. <laughs> Even Scully remarked on it after he left. Scully, Scully talks to you. I, yeah, we spent hours talking about old softback. <laughs> oh, wait, I just got Scully a couple days ago. Oh, my whole timeline's messed up. Who the hell was I talking to? <laughs> Anywho, uh, I, I, I saw the man. I don't remember seeing him leave via the ferry, so maybe he continued west, or maybe he, he took a dip in the old river, got attacked by the wolf of the wilder. <laughs> Maybe just, this is his skull. Maybe Scully Jones is your friend. How long have you I lived in Ravenmore? I'm sorry? How long have you lived in Ravenmore? Why, my whole life. I was born here. Lived here. I'll probably die here right in this shack. Hope Who's they bury me next to Scully. Who's in charge of the town? Who runs, who runs things around there? Oh, the mayor. Mayor Kriegler. Good man. Nice man. Gentleman, how long has he been mayor? Oh, as long as I can remember. Before him, it was another Kriegler. Kriegler's have been running this town for a long time. How old does this guy look? A hundred and four. 
okay. <laughs> so the mayor has been in power no, he's for a in century. His 70s. No, no, no he's, he's as long as I can remember. No, he he, uh, he was being more uh, homey when he said that. Like he hasn't been mayor for a hundred years. Uh, I was going to say, okay, <laughs> so uh, the mayor is an undead vampire. Okay, good to know. <laughs> but no, he's probably he's probably in his seventies, and he's saying like before him it was another mayor, another Kriegler, and before that another Kriegler. I've probably seen three Krieglers in my lifetime. Mm. All good people. Have you seen anyone come along here? Um, no, that's a stupid question. Uh, I was going to ask about collecting taxes, but that's what that guy was doing. Did he mention taxes to you at all, this this hideous man with the back of Brad Pitt? No, no, I, I, I don't collect taxes for my ferry. I just, I just charge them the, the regular rate. And he paid and left and went up to the town. Uh, so did know. you ferry him back from the town? No I, no, I just said he didn't come back this way unless he went swimming in the river and the wolf got him. Sorry, I, I wasn't listening to what you were actually saying. I was so yeah, you should pay attention to my hideous accent. Skander Kodzi. <laughs> Skander Kodzi. Um, What's that, Scully? Yeah, no, I think we're done here, too. <laughs> All right, time to move on, Professor. Unless you have anything fairy? else. No, let's move on. It's not every day that an NPC's inanimate skull friend tells you that the roleplay is over. <laughs> All right, well, come on in. You each get one free bag of chips. I got Cheetos. <laughs> I got Fritos. I got Cool Ranch Doritos. What's that, Scully? Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess we're out of Cool Ranch Doritos. I got oh, damn damn regular I Doritos. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> the chili cheese Fritos. I'll check, Scully. No, we ain't got those. We ain't fancy here. Do you have any flavor-blasted twists? <laughs> I ain't never heard of those. That sounds like city folk treats. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're rather addictive. Okay. What about the Fuego Takis? Just give me your silver pieces. Get the fuck off my ferry. I'm tired of talking to you. I'm an old man. Let me just go talk to my skull friend. Let's <laughs> give you a civil piece to get the fuck off my ferry. Now, Ornegard, you go right home and you be careful of these men. For your pants are soaking wet. Oh. You look a fool. We'd actually uh, like to speak to his father because we're concerned about his behavior toward us on the road. He did try to kill us. His father? Well, he lives up on the, the farmhouse in the middle of town. I'm sure the boy will take you there. Unless you make him pee himself again. <laughs> You uh, you have a nice time. Welcome to Ravenmore. You stay safe out there and made the dream tender light your way. Dream tender. The dream tender. Can we do a knowledge? Yeah, on can that? I do a knowledge local on that? What does that mean? Is that custom? Yeah. Do a knowledge local. Uh, 19. 19, 19 sounds, as well. Sounds like a deity. So do uh, knowledge uh, religion. Uh, well, Karazur would just ask. Yeah. It's like, uh, uh, pardon me, you filthy hayseed, but dream tender. <laughs> Who, uh, what, to what do you refer? Dream tender, Desna, of course. Uh, ah, Desna, yes. Ah. You see, these backwoods types have different names for proper gods. Yeah, well, we, we call her the dream tender. She tans yes, our Yes, of dreams. course you do. Of course you do, you illiterate yokel. <laughs> well, I say we... <laughs> so we get into town and berate this child's father. All right, well, you have fun. You need to come back this way and you want to get back home. 
You just asked for old Skinder Codsy. Old Skinder Codsy. I've been seeing you. And his fairy just slowly backs away. <laughs> See you. <laughs> really creepy, like. Uh, all right, so. Goodbye, oh, mud-stained oak. <laughs> I mean, do you write all these down? And like, uh, how does your brain have that? How does it happen? It's okay. I've spent a lot of time insulting people who live in rural areas. They just you just need a list of adjectives and a list of nouns, and, and that's the yeah, same yeah, them up for years, I guess. Mud-soaked uh, oaf might be my favorite. That's better. That's better than what I said. I said mud-stained what was the oaf. Mud-stained oaf. What was the yokel one? The the uh, some oh, goddamn toothless Illiter- yokel. Illiterate yokel. Illiterate yokel. The illiterate. Yeah. All right. So, so from there, the soaking wet boy leads you north through town, and I'm sure all of you had seen towns like this. Maybe some of you even grew up in towns like this. Very unassuming. Pretty bare bones. Uh, lots of little houses, all single story, uh, not closely packed together because there's not a ton of them. Um, some are more ramshackle than others. Uh, none are very nice, at least from what you see uh, walking in this area. Uh, that said, the town looks like it has all the basics. You see there's a smithy, there's a weaver, uh, a trading post, a doctor, uh, a mill, a church, etc. It's got a little bit of everything. Um, as you come into town, uh, everyone seems very busy. The townsfolk all seem to be kind of running around from one place to another, all heading uh, kind of in the direction. Some things never change. <laughs> no? That'll carry right into the side quest, side oh. sesh, huh? This what is the that? sense of normalcy people are clinging for oh, in times like these. Oddly enough, one of the townspeople spontaneously combusts <laughs> at that moment. <laughs> and it's a real scene. And uh, God. <laughs> so no, they all seem to be busy. They, uh, someone comes by and sweeps up the ashes of the combusted uh, local. Uh, but they all take a moment to check you out because they know city folk when they see them. Uh, and you're all, even though you don't look uh, all that nice, maybe the professor does, uh, you're dressed differently from them. Looks like most of the men are wearing plain, dun-colored tunics, button vests, wide-brimmed straw hats, uh, and unbleached canvas breeches held up by suspenders. These are farm people. Uh, the women are dressed equally modestly, uh, simple, single-colored dresses, drab earth tones, long sleeves, full skirts, and and some of them have white aprons with very little lace or adornment. Again, all very unassuming. Um, Far less, essentially far less outlandish than the more bohemian dress that you saw uh, when you were in Sandpoint. Um, And even in Magnamar, although Magnamar is more of a melting pot. Also, we've established that you're all hideous monsters, so you really look differently. Uh, Ornegard just slops up to a farmhouse He's holding his pants up now because they're so wet, they're falling down. Um, and there's Is he a bunch. still peeing himself? He's, you know, he's just so much came out uh, when uh, a werebat and a hyena uh, threatened to murder him that uh, it just kept coming out. And uh, it stopped now, but the pants are, they'll have to be thrown away. They can't even be washed at this point. So he just peed he his bring- pants for hours. For hours. <laughs> just nonstop. Unrelenting. Uh, 
He had a Mountain Dew. He, he opted for the Mountain Dew on the ferry ride over. Oh, yeah. Mountain Dew is a really popular drink in these parts, I can tell. <laughs> That's, yes, yeah, I'm sure absolutely. it is. Absolutely. I'm sure it is. I want and that he, code red. <laughs> Give me that code red. I want that Baja Blast from Taco Bell. If I get three more, I get free NASCAR tickets. Junior is a saint. You save those code red tops, you can get free tickets to the NASCAR show. Uh, <laughs> the NASCAR show. <laughs> NASCAR show. Ornigard brings you up to this farmhouse. There's a bunch of kids running around outside, and they yell, Orny! And a and a, a man kind of gets up from his rocking chair, uh, sitting on the porch, uh, and approaches. He sees his soaking wet son and kind of looks at the four of you. Uh, he doesn't have any like weapons on him, he does, but he does look uh, concerned. Um, and you see him say, oh, well, uh, the, 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 "These men here, they 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 say they didn't mean to, but they they." They they killed apples, <laughs> and the man hugs him. Yeah, all the while, like eyeing the four of you, the boy has his back to, and he leans in. He's like, "All right, son, just hidden inside there." Uh, so what's what's this about you uh, killing my son's pet sturge? Ah, a sturge was it? Sturge. Yes, Sturge. I knew it was somewhat familiar. I couldn't Sturge. put my finger on it at the time. I've heard it. Sturge. It's a good wo- woody word. Sturge. Yeah, Sturge. I didn't know you could domesticate Sturge. it. Well, yeah, I reckon you folk don't keep Sturges as pets where you're from, but uh, but we do. You know, many city folk don't understand these buggers, but lots of folks here in Ravenmore keep them as pets. They're really, kind no, of, I, I, they're really kind of friendly once you get to know them. Well, I will agree. I mean, people like us, educated, intelligent people from sophisticated parts of the world would never consider keeping a sturge. But it's interesting that you <laughs> dirty hayseeds would even would even think about it. That's that's quite culturally. It's, um, as an anthropologist, Professor, you must be fascinated yes. by this incredibly wrong thing that they're doing. Yes, it's <laughs> fascinating the ways that different peoples will take in danger and bring it into their own homes. Yes. Do incredibly ill-advised stupid things on a on a on a on a on a on a mass level like that. And then Wait. teach their children to do the same and then teach their children to set those dangerous animals on passing strangers. And then Fascinating, send their children isn't it? After yeah. them into the wilderness by themselves where they could be killed. Or you're maimed not, by a group first. of four adventurers. All right, all right. You're not the first city folk that came around here making fun of the way we do things. And you're also the first city folk that came in here and killed one of them because they got out of hand. And for that, I do apologize. But now I got a boy who's upset. He's lost his pet. And his pants are full of piss. <laughs> <laughs> so can I ask, what brings you around these parts and what can I do for you? I mean, you know, harm, but ah, you know, I've, I've got a boy to raise here, and I know I've yes, got to deal with him. He's lost his his best friend. Please he lost his applesauce. Let me apologize for my friends. You see, they they mean well, but city life it, it changes the way that you look at things, and it is our mistake. We need to learn a little more of your customs, understand you a little better, if we're to find out uh, what happened to uh, our friend. Also, what happened to this town? Why it's no longer reporting to 
to Magnamar, but let's take one thing at a time, shall we? I don't know much about that kind of stuff. Uh, Well, I'm sure you wouldn't, but perhaps you would know or have seen a city folk man walking around here a month or so ago. Uh, Ugly-looking fella. Stinks of booze. Balding. Red hair. A pockmarked face. You know, the classic red, red nose. Hideous. Yeah, uh, ugly no. redhead. Yeah, no, the funny-looking redhead. Yeah, no, I, I saw that. Did you speak yeah, no. to him at all? We're uh, we're, we're friends. Well, no, we're, we're he was he was in town several weeks ago, I think, during last month's Founders Festival, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, he didn't mix mix much with the locals. Uh, spent most of his time talking to the mayor. Uh, as far as I know, uh, he got what he came here for and left the next day. I certainly haven't seen him in town since, and I didn't have any uh, any uh, sort of conversations with the man. See, he's he's a friend of yours, you said, an acquaintance uh, at best. We 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 know him, and we uh, looking for him. He has gone missing, it seems, and. We need to follow up on it, as it were. Uh, Exhausting work and not something I want to trouble you about. If you never talk to the man, then we have no further business with you. But I'd I'd like to speak with your mayor, if that's possible. Is that someone that we'd be allowed to talk to, in your estimation? Could we get an audience? I don't make those sort of decisions, but I'm sure you could could try and get an audience with him. (laughs) Just walk right over to his house. I'm sure he'll let you in. Uh, he's a kind man, good man. Um, he he would know more about this than I would. Uh, you picked what a hell of a time do? to come, though. Yes, uh, if, if you could uh, explain a little more about this Founders Festival. Yeah, well, d- we do it every month, and and, and tonight is 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 the next one. Um, so you might have a little trouble getting a hold of him, but I, I say you should at least try. Um, Ravenmore, we do this every month. It's uh, it's this festival uh, that we have, and it's followed by a, a feast. Um, I'd say you are welcome to come, but uh, I'm sure word is going to get around pretty quickly what you did to old Applesauce, and uh, they might not want you running around. You're not gonna you're gonna have a hard time making friends around here. But it doesn't seem like that's something you're interested in. We're not here to I make don't know. I could, I could, uh, I could go for some chili and deep fried Oreos. How about you? <laughs> but all of you, I, my uh, companions. I am a, I'm a sucker for fried dough. I must say. Ah, yes. yes. Cake. I'm a vegetarian. Of course, of course, course you are. Of course you are, <laughs> Professor. My friend, the Crystal Ghost. My friend, the Crystal Ghost. Rabbit she meat eats meat. She yes. eats meat. Raw. <laughs> Well, perhaps she could come in your stead. How about I'll, that? I'll send word. She could I have hear the she's turkey in these parts. Yes, perhaps she could come, and then we could all enjoy ourselves as a group. <laughs> good, good, sir. Uh, while your son did try to kill us, uh, well, you no, understand I, I our mistake. That's true. No, no, no. That's what happened. Um, so, but <laughs> we would like to find a way to make it up to him. What, what, what could we do? Perhaps. He'd like to take a, a lesson in note-taking with my friend Karazar here. Or maybe he'd like to hang out with our friend who maybe scared him a bit, but is actually a very nice person. Or I could give him a lesson in anthropology. What little boy wouldn't want a lesson in anthropology? That's what I say. Uh, well, uh, Ornegard hasn't, hasn't learned his letters yet, uh, so I don't think... Uh, studying this anthropopathy 
would would really help or or the the note taken i'm assuming that's writing writing stuff uh, like words in books he he don't know those things um Mm. Ah, so oh, I, I, I don't think you could do that. Completely um, it, it, it all I, takes time. I do appreciate what? you uh, offering to do something. Well, you name it, and we're happy to. You know, we don't want to deprive the boy of his best friend, so we'd be happy to do what we can to make it up to him. Let me put it this way: How much hay would it take to make things right? <laughs> Just name name a number. Just name a number. The <laughs> number of bales. How many bales? Exactly. <laughs> a thousand bales. Is it a hundred bales? We don't know your hay custom here. I don't know what the exchange rate is right now. I haven't been keeping up with the trades, but just, just write it down on a slip of paper. Slide it across we'll see if we can come to an arrangement. Oh my god! Somebody roll oh a diplomacy check, and you can all uh, the other all, all the rest of you can try and. Who's aid. got the best around here? I'm. I will uh, say the professor is pretty good when uh, when the professor's around. The professor is pretty good. <laughs> okay. Well, the Karazar is plus five. I have plus eleven. Oh, okay. okay. Well, I will, I will, I will aid the professor. I defer. Uh, Cars oh, are successfully on. aids. Two aids tonight. Two natural nineteens. Three aids. Natty sixteen. So oh, that beautiful. is a oh twenty-seven plus how many aids? Ooh. Three. Three. So six. One, six three. points. So that is a thirty-three diplomacy. <laughs> well, you know, just the fact that you would uh, offer to try and do something to make him uh, feel better and try and make up for this senseless murder of Sturge is. Uh, is, is, is kind enough uh, I, I'll speak to the boy I'm certainly not going to be running around town uh, talking about the four monsters that murdered my boy's best friend um, but I'll talk to him and make sure he, he stays quiet as well uh, you don't seem like uh, you don't seem like bad bad people um, I'm sure you know if you if things go well with the mayor he might even invite you to the festival it's, it's, it's a hell of a good time there's games and a feast Feast is like nothing you ever seen. I don't know how long you plan on being here, but uh, you should definitely talk to the mayor. And uh, if I if I see you at the festival, I'll uh, I'll give you a, I'll give you a big hug. Do us a favor. Tell Skender to keep his mouth shut too if you see him. Oh, don't pay no mind to Cods. He just sits there talking to skulls all day. He ain't gonna hurt anybody. <laughs> Pardon me, do, do you know anything about this wolf of the water that he mentioned? Oh, the wolf of the Is water. Is that something? Well, you know, mom, moms and dads will, uh, will tell their kids about that to keep them from swimming in that lake. So dark, you don't know what the heck's in there, but I ain't seen no wolf. I, I will say they did sign some bodies here and there. Uh, people always turn up dead near the riverbank, so I'm sure there's some sort of creatures in there. Maybe there is a, a wolf. I ain't never seen nothing. Sorry, could I run that back real quick? People always turn up dead over near the riverbank. <laughs> I just wanted to get yeah, that. Yeah. Exactly. Ain't nothing to worry uh, for about. Book, Karazor, could you just jot this down? That People always well end up dead <laughs> down by the riverbank. Do I have it right? I don't. Uh, I don't have your your fancy way of speaking. When I say always end up dead, I just say that when we we find people who have fallen on on life. 
They tend to show up near the river. That's probably where this whole uh, rumor about a wolf in the water started. Ah, yes. It's not like a near water. There's a dead body there every week or even every other day. I'm saying once in a while. My misunderstanding. I'm so sorry. Uh, Let us leave you be. We've caused you enough trouble today already. Uh, Thank you for your time. And yes, please speak to the boy for us, uh, and we we hope we can make amends in some right, way. I gotta go. I gotta go work on his pants. This soaked. It's, a, it's, it's an absurd amount of piss. Oh yes, yes we do. He's a healthy young apologize. boy. Apologize. Yes. He is that a uh, 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 boy that wasn't healthy couldn't produce that much urine yeah. in a single go. He's exceedingly well hydrated. Well, he takes mm. after his dad. Long pier. All right. Have, well, uh, have okay. fun speaking to the mayor. It's all right. We'll leave you two uncultured clods to your business. We'll go talk to the mayor. Uh, uh, all right. Can we? I want to. Let's talk to each other for a second here. Let's let's do a little state of what's the hell's going on here. What the hell is going on in this fucking place? I don't These backwater people are unbearable, and I, I haven't the slightest how to speak to them. It's very clear that man can't read. Oh. He can't even Oh, read. no, no. I, I know. I know how to talk to these people. Don't worry. <laughs> well, you've been doing a you, bang-up job so far, Carlos. Yes. I'm afraid... I know how to get through to them. You, can you, you're just belittling them over and over, beating them. <laughs> no, 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 no. They, uh, they prize honesty and, and, and directness. I well, it's one of the things the that these me, morons like. I cannot for the life of me understand why he would not allow us to teach his child to read. Yes, what sort of a child whose father would not want their their child to learn how to read taught by an anthropologist and a knoll? <laughs> no, I'm no, a well-known just... expert. It says so on my character sheet. Yes, yes, of course. You're, you're well world-renowned. I have a working theory. I think Kriegler's behind it all. He's using the town's children to capture Sturgis. They're running illegal <laughs> underground Sturge fighting rings. They can't report the taxes to Magnamar. We've got to get to Kriegler and take the whole thing down before it gets out of hand. Before any more Sturges get hurt. Yeah, well, let's, well, let's not be hasty here. Let's not I can't be hasty. stand to see a Sturge injured. What if we could, if we could get a, a cut of this Sturge fighting ring? Might work out in our favor. But that's, that's getting ahead of ourselves. If we're going to speak to this mayor, we have to understand amongst each other how we're going to approach it. I just feel like we're being a little, I don't know, brash. Perhaps a more persuasive method uh, will sway the mayor more to our favor. Remember, we're here to mm. collect money. If we simply get 500 gold from these uh, unwashed <laughs> toothless <laughs> well, our mission is done. We can go home and get our money. No, I think you're right. Perhaps a lighter touch with these slack-jawed rubes might might bear fruit. Yes, yes. Uh, that's all I. That's all I think. A bit of a lighter mm. touch. We don't need to consistently reinforce how much smarter and wiser we are than them in every way, and cleaner. Yes, yes. <laughs> these soap-breath <laughs> morons need to know who's boss. Certainly, <laughs> these are wise perhaps- words. Perhaps, uh, perhaps, Braven, they don't need to be reminded at every instant how much better we are than them. I see, I see wisdom to your words. These are indeed wise words. As mm. an anthropologist, I have a, I have a course <laughs> oh. of action I might suggest. Here she goes again. Uh, 
<laughs> I wonder I, if, if so uh, that we don't pretend to be as you know to put on airs, as it were. If we were to all adopt an accent similar to the people of this town, I'm ah, sure it yes. would not be offensive in the slightest. Perhaps that would put them at ease. I think you're right, Professor. Yes. And, and perhaps we should talk slower. Yes, use yes. an accent and talk very slow to them. Because they can't rather understand. than call things by their names, describe them and then add er at the end. As a woman of letters who's very knowledgeable in anthropology, I'd like you to go first with your attempt at a local dialect. Yeah, yeah sure, it's how it's done, Professor. <laughs> well, I don't know anything about disguises or pretending to be someone else. <laughs> Surely not. I mean, you have such a limited life experience having only one personality. Yes. I'm just me. I can't be anybody else that you want me to be at uh, on command. Can't just be someone else on command. <laughs> I am who I am, and I don't apologize for it. Well, but perhaps we can talk like this. Yes, you see, I'm doing it now. And then they all feel oh, like yes. we're part of the community, as it yes, were. Yes. Part of the yes. community. It is a way of showing respect. You're telling me that we gotta talk like this for the rest of the time we're in Ravenmore. I mean, wouldn't it wouldn't you feel more comfortable surrounding yourself only with people who were exactly like you? Oh. Well, shucks, I surely would. Well, I put my dollar on a pony to Tuesday that we got a dog. Well, let's go find Kriegler and get ourselves a corn dog. So you head to the mayor's house. I um I don't think this is the best idea. Uh just throwing it out there. Come on, Alfonso, throw your back into it. It don't matter how hard your back is, you can do it. I'm afraid an accent will never allow me to pass as yes. some city or some uh, backwater rube. Ultimately, I oh, think no. you're right. We, we are who we are. We, we must be true to ourselves and to ourselves be true. Yes, let's... I'm going to try it. <laughs> Let me take you to another map. This is going to be the map of the town here. Uh, this will give you a better idea of oh. kind of where everything is, uh, even though you haven't had a chance to see everything, you know, in your travels from where you entered to the mayor. You're going to get a good look at the town. So if you look way down to the bottom left, you'll see um, that road leading to the the ferry. That's where you uh, had the encounter with the Sturge and uh, Ornegard. Uh, and then, obviously, you had the your talk with Skander Kardzi. And then you went north through town, right up to this house, just to the uh, east of the river, to the north. Very unassuming house. And now you are heading uh, further east, uh, almost as far east as you can go, uh, where the father, whose name was Virek, uh, pointed you. Uh, to the mayor's house. You'll also see I took a page out of old Joey O'Brien's book here and uh, added uh, those NPCs to your uh, little sidebar on Roll20. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, journal? Cool. Are you shitting me? That's yeah, you got wow. awesome, dude. Uh, Names awesome. and locally sourced photos. Nice. Oh, my God. Cool. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so God, look at that. Isn't the best I, one you Skinner is not in the book. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> His name's in the book. He just didn't get a picture. Okay. <laughs> or did he? Uh, all right, so you head to the mayor's house. 
you figure you have a, you're here for a mission you're gonna go talk to the the head honcho so you walk over there and you see unlike all the other houses this seems to be the only two-story one clapboard salt box style house largest one uh, in town as well it's built on a barren hill two-story facade that slopes down to a single story um, rear with a, a large protruding chimney um, looks like if there's a hearth in the house it's probably right in the middle um, it looks inviting and much better maintained than Ravenmore's other buildings of course it's the mayor's place as you approach the manor you see a burly looking dude uh, it's got like uh, ripped off uh, sleeves on his shirt doing some yard work and he's eyeing you right up until where you get to uh, sort of walk the walkway leading up to the manor. Uh, then he puts down his rake and uh, pulls a sickle from his side and uh, starts walking toward you and gripping the sickle tightly. He's like, can I help you? We mean you no harm, friend. We're just simple travelers here to request an audience with the mayor. My brother is busy right now. What would this be in the day of the Founders Festival and whatnot? I don't know where you come from or what you want, but you best get back there. Now, come on, get. Start moving. I, I'm sorry, we're just here on a simple task. We're looking for a friend of ours, and uh, once we find him, and uh, we'll be on our way. Though I hear great things about this festival. Haven't we heard great things, fellas? Absolutely. It is uh, taking all of our attention at the moment. We would love to... Sorry, go ahead. Heck fire. I heard it's the finest festival in the dog's age. Must be a rootin' tootin' good time. A festival ain't for you. It's for locals, and you ain't local, even with with your fake talking and your fancy words. Now you must be getting on here, otherwise we're going to have some trouble. Well, we heard the festival. We might get an invitation if we played our cards right, as it were. Perhaps we could buy a ticket. We'd be willing to pay admission, wouldn't we, friends? I think I've asked you too many times already, and he kind of takes a step forward to you with the sickle in hand, and just then the door to the uh, manor opens up, and you see a lean, imposing-looking man uh, dressed all in white, and he's wiping his neck with a handkerchief. He's oh, got a white come hat on well. with this. He's like, Leonard, Leonard, please. <laughs> oh, no. The guy gives I... you one last... I hate this. This is awful. The guy, the guy who is threatening you, gives you one last scowl at the sound of his name, and uh, just goes back, still holding his sickle, picks up his rake, and walks over behind a tree. But he's still kind of watching you. And the the man dressed all in white comes down and says, "My apologies for my brother. He he means well, but it seems I got all the manners in the family." the name's Andretti, Andretti Kriegler. I'm the mayor of this humble town. He opens his arms up and he's like, Welcome to Ravenmore. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> Welcome to Ravenmore. Oh my god, we're gonna die here. Oh.